What's going on, lifers? The boys are back. It's 2018. They're coming back with a new attitude, new focus. New SoundCloud link, new episode. This is episode 62. How y'all doing out there? How you doing, Freddie? Great. You great? Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Well, Freddie starting the year off pretty nice. That's good. <laughs> Keep the positive attitude, man. That'll help our listeners. 2018. 2018, son. Town. What did you leave in 2017? Absolutely fucking nothing. I ain't one of those New Year, New Me niggas. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't one of them niggas? Nah, man. You ain't one of them bitches? If you wasn't doing, like, if you wasn't doing it last year, you wasn't doing it at all. <laughs> Actually, you it's not true. It you started something and we're trying to take it to the next level, as we said last episode. So I'm not leaving anything. I'm just trying to get better. Exactly. Exactly. I But hate people that need Monday to start. Why don't you start today? Now. That's very true. How was your Christmas compared to your New Year's? They were both different. I spent New Year's with, I mean, Christmas with family. Spent New Year's partying. I haven't done that in years. I had a good time. Got harassed by cops. I wasn't really harassed. I was just um I just had a situation with the cops at the first on New Year's Eve. We'll get there. We'll uh, but that's it. about it, man. I mean that's not about it. That's that's what I did. But uh yeah, I mean I had a good time this year. My Christmas was kind of whack. Didn't do much. Mostly dinner with the family. Uh did that at my mom's house, then we went back home and the next day we went to my girl's family's house. But New Year's this year was somewhat a bit better just because of the fact that i went to my mom's house and i slept in my old room with my small little family and my brothers did the same thing it was the first time that in a long time that we were all in the same house with mom eating talking and just chilling as a family so that was a cool vibe obviously january 1st had to hit that soup jumu i mean mm. hit that a few times Then it was the regular things, lasagna, lambi, all that stuff that, that we had for food. Lasagna's not regular. We just, we just Americanized. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, man. We come out here and we eat everything. Yo, my mom makes pâté chinois sometimes. What? Fucking Shepherd's Pie. Pâté oh, chinois. Oh, she makes, oh, oh, oh. My mom makes that. That's a typical Quebecer meal. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my mom used to make that shit. Now she doesn't make it so much. But yeah, she used to make it. So yeah, we do make American dishes or Lots American I mean, dishes. Canada and Montreal is a melting pot of so many cultures. So you have some Quebecers Yo. that sweat you to want to learn how to make griot. Wherever you go, you're gonna assimilate. I guess. 
but yeah, New Year's was pretty good. Like I said, I chilled with the family. But yeah, you you were saying that you you had an altercation or something happened. Yeah, so on New Year's night we went out to this uh, couples thing. We went out to this place, uh, Subwa, uh, actually Richie's spot. Okay. Of course, that was on our on our show. Yo, it was so cold that night, bro. Yo, it was just minus, before you get into your story, 30, man. Oh, the past few weeks have God. been horrible. Let me tell you how cold it was. It's so cold. It was so cold that today at minus 16, it felt like minus five. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's how fucking cold Yo, it was. I didn't come out with no scarf. I didn't have no gloves Yo. today. I felt like today is a cool day. Uh, t- like, and it's a fucking, it's minus 16. And it feels, feels like <laughs> minus 25 or something like that. Yo. Maybe not 25, but 22 at least. But the few, the days before, oh my God. Yo, we hit minus 40, bro. Yo. I I've never seen it this this cold this early into the winter. It was ever. stupid. Yo, so many cars didn't start right the next morning. Nah. A lot of cars. Real niggas got started. Hey, I don't got no starters. My car don't got this car doesn't have a starter. But hey, it should be it should be illegal not to have a starter to be honest because it's way too cold. It was stupid. Yo, one day I drove home though. Like, I felt like the car didn't heat up the whole time I drove home. Oh, yeah. Like, I got stupid. Like, I went to Walmart, bought, bought more coolant. I was like, yo, I got to fix this shit because tomorrow I can't deal with this. I was frozen. And yeah. you know me. Oh, just fucking like no winter boots, like a light jacket. Yeah. No, I, no, no. I, in the car. I, was I couldn't cold. do it this year. And in the, the I don't know if it's I'm just getting older, but I, I just can't do this for the rest of my life. I don't know about anybody else. There's no way I'm doing this till I'm fucked till I die. I'm not dying in this in this country. There's no way. Hey, There's a few years ago, no I keep repeating that story. But when when we went to Miami, when he took a nigga to Miami for the first time he ever went there, it was in December. It was Art Basel. Art Basel. And uh, we were there, and every day I'm like, Yo, Fred, we're December sixth. Do you realize that we're on the beach in our shorts? Yo, Fred, we're December seventh. Every day, like even when we went to your aunt's house, I'm like, yo, Fred, there's a mango tree in the backyard, nigga. We're in December. It's just some days, like last week, I was like, why the hell did our parents come to Montreal? Why the fuck? But when you think of it, I'd rather be in fucking Montreal than to be in the United States. I don't. Hell yeah, I I do, bro. You don't? No, I don't. With all the bullshit that you see going on in the U.S. before before the past two years. I know a lot of people living great lives. Historically, like, in the U.S. And I know a lot of people living great lives in the U.S. And I never go through any bullshit. This is not worth it. This cold... No, it's... (laughs) It's not worth it. Yeah, even Toronto don't got it as bad as we do. Nope. There was zero snow in New York like last week. Yo, I don't know about now. but When it was cold for there. us, it, it was, was like snow. minus 10 for them. But when it was like minus 40 for us, mm. it was minus 10 for them. It's only like seven hours away. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but yeah, get into your story with the cops. So we get there. Speaking of cold, like the five minutes that we had to wait till we got in. Oh, it was cold. I really thought about going back home. But anyway, we get in and probably like around. So we go through uh, the countdown. Everything is beautiful. Everything is lovely. Niggas is chilling. I'm super dapper. You know what I mean, no, actually, I wasn't looking dapper. That, that, that next day, I was looking fresh. All right. That humble day, brag. I was looking. That humble. This ain't humble, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was looking like. 
I'm looking like a 70, 70s mobster. I got the turtleneck, the leather jacket, the leather okay. bomber jacket. All right. You know what I mean? Nice jeans, mm. the nice shoes. I don't look nice, my nigga. All right. <laughs> anyway, so then... Cops come through the club as they usually do. You know in Montreal, mm -hmm. if you had a, either a hip hop party they came or a fuck black with you party in the club, they came. They came to. They came to the club. All right. So cool. they were. They went through, and there was a section where we were at. It was mostly. It was a mixed crowd, right? But the section we were at was mostly black guys, Arab Arab guys, hood niggas. Yeah, I guess you can be. Yeah, you can take it there. We'll take it there. All right. But everybody was having a great time, man. It was it was fun. You know what I mean? So then they come through. They start grilling dudes, talking to dudes, and they this dudes that they see every week. So they're joking around with some dudes. At this point, if you're gonna see somebody every week, might as well you know get friendly with them. So I go to the bathroom while they're doing all this. On my way back, they're they're walking out, and I'm crossing them, and there's about ten of them. There's this one cop, the one black cop that's with them. I guess he's biracial because he didn't look fully black. He stops me all. He was all like excited. Not excited, but he wanted me, he wanted to stop. Like he saw me, spotted me, and boom, he went for me. He was like, hey, can I get your ID? And I was like, why? He's like, because we're IDing everybody. And I was like, no, you're not. He's like, yeah, we are. We're just going through people and we're just getting our IDs. want to make sure everybody is are who they say they are. But I was like, but there's a bunch of people around me. Why do you want to ID me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, we just you were in there, so now we were outside, so now I have a chance to ID you. So I tell him straight up, you're lying. You're mm -hmm. IDing me. You want to ID me because I'm black. This, I'm the only per black person here around a bunch of people, and you just happen to fall on me just because. And anyway, Freddie I just pulled out the black card. I, I always shit on me for mentioning the <laughs> no, black. No, but it, that <laughs> was not. Sheep. That wasn't the black card. That was clearly <laughs> what it was. All right. So because I told him like, there's a bunch of other male. If you don't want to, if you don't want to target females, there's a bunch of other males here. And you passed a bunch of them, but you stopped on me. Why is that? He's like, well, because we need to ID people. I was like, no, it's because I'm black. That's the only reason why. Stop lying. Tell the truth if you're going to stop me. And he's like, well, no, I'm black also. I, I really felt, I gave him the really nigga face. <laughs> come on, man. Like, first off, he didn't look black. And I, he's not, whether you're light-skinned, dark-skinned, whatever, biracial, you're not blacker than me, but. Nigga, you light-skinned, nigga. He, he's, he You light-skinned, nigga. If he didn't tell me he was black, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I keep going. So, as he's taking my as he's taking my card, I, I tell him like, "Isn't it a fucking shame that you're the only black cop here, and I'm the only black guy here at this moment right now, and you're the one that decided to stop me?" And then he was just like, "No, it was just you know, we had, he, he had no excuse, so he was just rambling and making stuff up as he was going, and he gave my card back, and I told him, "Fuck you very much," and I just walked away. Oh, he didn't do nothing. No, I saw him the next night too, but he didn't recognize me. I guess that we all look alike. You're lucky. I thought you seemed to have kept pushing. One of them, one of his friends or comrades no, would have to start pushing on cause, you. Because they, they do this all the time. So at this point, unless you're doing something crazy, they're not going to stop you. Like, this is every time I go out, I see clubs. And I don't go yeah. out that much. So it's not a coincidence. Obviously, anybody that goes out a lot will, will tell you that. They do this every time. If it's, again, it's not necessarily a black party now at this point. If it's a hip-hop party, they will come through. And I'm thinking on New Year's, like, have a little restraint. Like, give a nigga one night to chill and party without seeing cops. And then they came through. But as I said, because I actually posted this on Facebook, and this is a fact. When they actually take your name down and ID you, it's not for no reason. And you actually, you know this, actually, yeah. yeah. They put you in a system. Yeah. The, and right this, and that the system, they stopped you and you were with such, such and such, such person doing such and exactly. such things. And now in this system, you're part of 
in 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 their system you're part of your gang related so, so you think you have no criminal record nope. you think you're clean and shit and nope the cops got a file on you exactly. it might not be official it official, might just be a name but they got a file they got some data they know it, who your friends yep. are where you hang what set you make and trust me they connect whatever. the dots yeah hell yeah they do they, these days they probably just need to put it into the computer and the computer will, and link you to one person and link to everyone else due to six degrees of separation but, but i'm surprised that you kept pushing and nothing happened because remember when we were in college yeah and shout out to dave dave is right here taping us and he was there in college with us one day after school hmm. remember i don't know if you remember it, it was me you and our buddy edlan And we were walking to the metro. It was cold as hell that day too. So we bought a two liter of soda, like real niggas do. You know what I mean? We broke two dollars, got a two liter to drink. We thought of drinking that shit in the building by the metro. I just touched the door mm. of the building. The door mm. was locked. So we kept walking. We got in the metro and the cops came to us and like intercepted us mm -hmm. and said hey guys uh what were you do guys doing trying to go in the building i'm like yeah we're trying to drink this soda so i just tr tried to open the door all right guys so uh give give me your ids so we start pulling our ids mm. i think italy probably was was talking because like italy usually does you know talking extra to the cop and the cop for no reason insults one of us i forgot who And while I have my wallet in my hand and the card halfway out of the wallet, I'm like, yeah, we're going to give you the cards, but you don't have to insult anyone here. Mm. And that's when he dropped everything. And he was with an intern that day. There was a one of them was black. No, I, yes. no, no, no. You no, sure? No, they were both white. It was an Maybe official cop else. with an intern. He just a cadet, whatever, but he had yeah. no uniform. Yeah, on. it's a cadet. Yeah. So he just drops everything, just takes me and fucking checks me to the wall. And you guys obviously started snapping and started talking shit. He took you guys to the station and let me go. I'm talking, this is like literally 15 years ago. Oh, he didn't, he didn't drive us to the station. He drove us... Away from the metro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he said, if you keep talking, I'll take you yeah, to the station. Yeah, and you that. guys kept talking. Yeah. And he drove you at least like away from the metro. Real niggas do, you know what I mean? We got, did we get... No, we didn't get a ticket. We didn't get a ticket, but um, like he basically roughed us up and took you guys to the station, and I got goddamn took the bus and went home. And that shit happens all I the time. In the hood, like I didn't even remember that one. Yeah, and I have a bunch in mind. Like if you're black living in inner city, the chance that that you you haven't had, the chance that you haven't had an altercation with the cops are slim to none. Slim. To and none. I'm saying black. If you're from pretty much any minority in an inner city, we're targeted pretty much. We are. We're targeted. But there are some good cops sometimes. There are definitely some good cops or cops that are not, you know, out to get you. I have this story, right? That happened to me the first time I went to Toronto. It was 2014. It was, yo, it was, it's pitiful. I was fucking almost 30 going to Toronto for the first time in my life. But anyway, I'm driving on my way to Toronto. And for some reason, the tire just got flat and I was driving on the rim. Luckily for me, there was an exit right there. So I take the exit. First thing I see out the exit is a gas station. And I ask the lady, is there a garage nearby? She's like, you're lucky, buddy. It's right there. She shows me. I look I look to my left. I'm like, God damn, I'm lucky. Mm. I drive on the rim to the garage. I get to the garage. The garage like just opened. We left at like eight in the morning. I was going to watch a basketball game. 
I think it was Toronto against Milwaukee. But anyway, so we get there to the garage. They fix my shit. It takes about two, three hours. I get back on the highway. And now I'm so glad that I listened to my girl who told me, let's leave early. Let's not leave like you want to leave right in time for us to catch the game. So I start speeding on the highway. And my girl is telling me, don't speed. You're going to get a ticket. Stop speeding. You're going to get a ticket. I'm like, yo, we got to make it to that fucking game. Well, maybe 15, 20 minutes later, OPV. I cross OPV with, you know, while I'm speeding. I try to slow down. Too late, nigga. <laughs> this lights go on. They're gunning after me. So they're coming. I'm like, shit. I'm fucking going to get a fucking ticket now. Oh, all that shit. So he comes to the window and he says, well, you were going at 130. This is such and such amount of ticket and some such and such amount of point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sir, I wasn't going at 130. I, I was on cruise control. I know exactly I was going at 110. I knew clearly I was lying. Like I was definitely speeding. I was not on cruise control. Nigga said I was on cruise control while they clocked you at 130. Hell yeah, nigga. I That's tried, terrible. That's I tried my luck, nigga. Try better <laughs> next time. So... The guy's like, yo, I don't know what you're telling me. I clocked you at this amount and give me your ID. So he takes my ID Mm -hmm. and goes to the car. Once again, it's one cop with an intern, not two cops. Mm -hmm. I'm with my girl. The car is, I I don't want to say packed, but it has a lot of stuff because I'm going to Toronto and we're going to spend like a week there. So now. You packed the bag on one day when we went, so I can't even imagine a week. So now the cop comes back (laughs) and he knocks at the window And this is where the story gets interesting. He knocks at the window. He says, so is this your car? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, can you please come out the car? In my mind, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? He says, all right, please come out the car. I want to talk to you. So I come out the car. He's like, yes, my colleague and I, when we approach your car, we smell the strong smell of marijuana. So what we do on this highway is we're actually trying to track people that transport large quantities of drugs Mm -hmm. from one province to the next. We suspect that you may be transporting a lot of drugs. What we're going to do now is search your car. First off, do you have any drugs on you? I'm like, well, no, I have like maybe a a joint. He's like, all right, cool. You have a joint on you? Lies. I'm lying. Mm -hmm. So he's like, all right, so we're going to go and search the car. Um, Who's that in the car? Is that your wife, your friend? I'm like, no, it's my girl. How long you been with your girl? I don't remember. Back then, it was probably like six, seven years. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and search the car. I'm going to go and tell her. I'm going to put her in the cop car with you. You're going to go in the cop car. So now you can go in the back and I'm going to put you in the cop car. Mm. And me and my partner and I, we're going to go and search your vehicle. So he goes and gets my girl from the car while I'm in the cop car. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm like, ah, shit. Like, my girl is like a square. She's not into none of that shit. So... The cop gets to the car and gets to her. Obviously, I'm not there to hear what he says. All I know is that he's about to tell her to come to the car and join me. What I see my girl do, bro, is get out the car like this. (laughs) And she's just walking to the car to come and join me. Mm. The whole 10, 12 step that she does, I'm like, fuck, I'm about to hear it. Bro, she sits in the back of the cop car with me. She does not say a word. Like a real nigga. She, she was thought well. well anyway. what I'm about. The <laughs> cop wasn't in the car with you guys? No. And she didn't say a word? She didn't say a word. I thought she was going to curse me about all, what's going on. She didn't say a damn thing in the car. Okay. 
So the cop, they search the car. I see them like they're searching the car and shit. So he comes back to me. So he's like, all right, so we didn't find anything in the car. We're going to let you sit back in the car. Uh, we still have your ID. Uh, like I said, you were speeding. My partner and I, we're going to write up the situation and mm -hmm. we're going to come back to you. So now I'm in my car. So now I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get a fucking speeding ticket. I don't know what's going to happen with this weed situation that he talked to me. Mind you, right? He said he's looking for weed. He asked me if I had weed. Mm. I said I did. He didn't ask me where the weed is at. He didn't say, hand me the weed. He didn't say nothing. So he went to his car, right? And he comes back to my car. So he's asked me why I was speeding. And I told him the fact that I went to the garage, which delayed me. So he's like, so you were going at 1.30. I'm not going to give you a ticket. Right then and there, I'm like, whoa, what the hell is going on? He's like, I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm sure you don't want to have to spend $300 on a ticket on your way to the game to Toronto. Good ride to Toronto. Please slow it down. I'd like to tell you that weed is not yet legal. And my, I'm like, yo, is this cop about to let me go? He still didn't ask me for the weed that I did tell him I had on me. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah. By the way, you have a lot of shoes, man. In my mind, I'm like, where the fuck? You oh, yeah, I have bags in the car, so I have shoes in the car. But at the same time, I'm saying that to myself in my head. I'm like, the weed that I know that I have, decently big where you would see it if it's in the bag, mm -hmm. is in the same bag as the shoes. So he tells me, you got a lot of shoes. So when he tells me that, I don't know if he told me, Nigga, I saw your weed, but I let you go. Or if he said that because he saw the shoes. So I'm like, okay. He comes back again to the car and he's like, hey, yo, so what's this car that you're driving? My car is a regular car. It's it's an infinity. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, because now I'm real cozy. This nigga just told me he let me go. He didn't ask me about the weed. I'm like, oh, it's, it's the same car as the Maxima. It's just, it's just a, a Nissan. It's like Nissan. It's just a luxury version of a I'm real cozy talking. He's like, yeah, I really like this car. It looks good in it. So anyway, man, good luck and go watch your game, man. And like I said, please don't smoke and drive. They was playing bro. mind games with you, bro. <laughs> Yo, you, you, do you understand the amount of trouble I could have gotten in if he had really looked for the weed or maybe he saw it, maybe he didn't? Like the speeding ticket, that's that's a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> the points that probably would have been taken off my driver's license. I'm in another province. Like it's just more hassle. Yo, I was lucky that day. But like a real nigga, you know what I did? Roll one. Got back on my way. What's funny is... <laughs> It was funny. Is every time I to get in your car, I tell you, this shit smell like weed. And what's the what's the same thing you tell me every time? Really? It's not true. Because, yo, yo, I think at this point, no, it doesn't. your sense of smell, it No, smells, it doesn't. Bro. It doesn't. And I, the reason I why believe, it smelled that day. I believe the car. The reason why it smelled that day is because I had smoked right the night before with my brother in the car. But that's the thing. We smoke right before the night before, every night before. Not every night before. <laughs> <laughs> you smoke right before every night before not every night before anyway that day i got off scot-free went to toronto watched my game had a great week in toronto first time i stepped foot in that goddamn city first time going to toronto this finna be a breeze <laughs> help the nigga out <laughs> yo my girl didn't give me shit yo it was beautiful yeah this shit by the way we about to get great footage her whole time, during, like when she would tell, because, you know, she likes to tell her friends mm -hmm. the bullshit I put her in. Every time she says, the cops said the car smelled like weed, but I guess by now I'm fucking immune to the thing. Yep. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Shout out to the cleaning guy passing by right now. <laughs> it was crazy, man. But yeah, man. Um, something I saw this week that's going on is Cardi B is making history again. That's my girl. And this time, she has a record. Well, she's not. She doesn't have. Well, she's on record. On record. She's, no, she she's well. On. The other ones were features. Yeah. Um, the one with G Easy. No limits. And there's also the other one, Mo- Motorsport, with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I'm surprised the other one she has with Osuna ain't pop off. It's probably gonna be in the top 100 pretty soon. Yeah. The one with Migos? No, with Osuna, the Spanish kid you like. I see oh. Screaming out. Oh yeah. Yeah, she has one with them. It's pretty. I didn't even too. know. And now we just fucking saw that she's about to have one with Bruno Mars. Goddamn it! Like it don't stop. R.I.P. Nicki. <laughs> but anyway, yo, their first three songs, mm. her first three singles that she were she was on, are in the top ten of the top one hundred. Top ten, and it's only the Beatles and out of every single artist out there, Ashanti that yeah. have done that in the past. But y'all still want to sleep on Cardi though. As, watch the haters. And talk. she's watch. not as watch. bad. As watch. I would have thought that she would be watch. when she first said, I'm going to be an artist. Watch a hater talk coming. Right. No hater. Ahead, it's man. She's better than I thought she would be. I got to give her that. Yeah. Like, even Bodak Yellow, it took me a while to even give it a chance. Because there were to other give it songs. A chance? Yeah. Because there were she other songs. It was dope. From the, you didn't like Bodak Yellow from the, from the get? Mm. It was, was all right. Dripping. I he, thought it was all right. It was hate. Obviously, man. with the fact that you hear the song 300 times over the course of the summer. It's a good song regardless. It grew on me, but at first I was like, ah, it's all right. Especially because of the fact that she had other songs before that. That It had a little buzz. It didn't pop. Had but buzz. I didn't give those any more of a chance neither. So when mm. this one came out, I was like, nah, it's probably like the other ones. And obviously it became like the single of the summer. Yo, if she doesn't it was get an Oscar. Uh, of the I was going to say Oscar. If she doesn't get a Grammy for that, that shit is fucking whack. That was clearly the song of the year. There's, I can't think of the any year? song. That I'm trying w- to think about it right now. The year, it, I don't know. But this summer, I'll give it to you. But the, the year, year, I don't know. Think of, yo, it, it's been now at least... When it come out? Did Bad and Bougie come out this year? No. Bad and Bougie came it out. Probably, uh, but I mean 2017. Even end of last year. It's still... It's I still think it was 2000, end of 2016. Bodak Yellow is still bigger than Bad and Bougie, bro. I don't know. Bodak Yellow was bigger, bro. Just the fact that it's one single artist that you didn't expect that from. Mm. That's a big thing. That's a big feat in my eye. Because like I said, I didn't expect Carby to be all of this. Because you're a hater, my nigga. No, it's just where <laughs> she came from. Man, think about two two and a half years ago, this chick was still in the club stripping. Now she's, I don't want to say on top of the world, but she's she, extremely hot. Yo, why can't we just give credit where it's due? She is on top of the world. There's way bigger artists, man. Like, she's decent. She's scorching hot. Uh-huh. But I won't put her on top of Nicki yet. I won't put her Why on. Why not? When's the last time Nikki had a good song? Maybe a year ago. Yeah, and we're a year later. So she's on she's on top yes, of Nikki. But we all know Nikki's skills. Cardi is I. You, you know what I'll say? You know what I'm gonna Cardi. say to this? She got great songs. You know what I'm gonna say to that? No, I don't know Nikki's skills that much. I know one song where Nikki spazzed out, and that's it. And it wasn't even her song. I'll tell you. On the song. Hey, that's it. You're you're trying you're preaching to the choir right here. I know she's a very skilled artist. I just hate all of her singles. Nicki Minaj's single selection is horrible. Like, horrible. She might have two, three in the whole almost 10-year catalog that I really fuck with. 
Like the rest. Yo, I have one song that I can say Nikki spazzed out on. It's Monster. It's not yes, even her. I'm not even song. talking about spazzing out now. I'm just talking about her singles as a like artist. as a rapper. As a rapper. I maybe I'm I'm prisoner of time, but I can't think of it. I can't think of any song that I was like, oh shit, this song is dope. Usually Again, she's featured on the song. Usually a song that is dope that we like, she's probably featured on it. But as a single artist, she's had a few You're talking about pop songs right now, right? Pop or even hip hop. I'm not crazy about the pop stuff, but some of them were okay. Man, I think honestly, again, I think. But again, like I said, most most of them were whacked to me. I think in general, we're discrediting um, Cardi because the fact that she was a stripper. A lot of people have come from nothing and become superstars, and we never say, oh, they used to be this, that, the other. I think anything of it. Cardi is different because of her personality. Her personality is what really stuck yes. out from day one. Yeah. On Instagram, she was half-dressed after getting off the stage, and she would post a clip on Instagram but, telling you about what just happened. But the thing is, it wasn't about her being a stripper, because I, I said know. this earlier. She's not the best-looking girl out there, and there's bigger asses or better bodies than hers. Mm-hmm. It's just... Excuse I like me, that her, tat, though. That tat is nice on the leg, but keep going. Her personality is out of this world. like Out of this world. There's no one else... Maybe aside from Gilbert Arenas, that's so polarizing on, on social media. Social media. Gilbert Arenas is polarizing, but I, I can't even put him in the same league as Cardi B right now. Right Cardi now, B- not right now. I'm talking about like just strict, strictly their character. Like, yeah. there's not many people out there like that'll put it all out with no filter out there. Yes, except maybe those two, and I can't. I just can't think of anyone else right now. But, but yeah, Cardi. That's B- what set her a, a, apart from everything else. Because there has been a bunch of other girls that had the exact same path as her they were strippers they got big on social media then they did the fucking uh love and hip-hop and Black then china they Amber tried Rose. to rap and nothing panned from it no i mean those those girls didn't try to sing or rap didn't really like take it seriously okay but there's other girls other strippers that tra- did exactly Lola Monroe. the same thing as her that's one of them i don't even i don't know if she was a stripper but she, she was a model stripper, yeah but or that other chick the thick light-skinned chick with the short hair that was on love and hip-hop there's been a few of them, but they never panned out because, again, if you're not extremely talented, it's tough to make it from stripping to fucking to being a, a respectable artist. Yeah, but would you say Cardi is extremely talented? I think there's a few people in the background setting up the thing, even though it takes delivery. It takes you yeah. delivering it, yeah. and she's doing a good job at it. Like, yeah, I, like I won't take that away I, from her. Let's, let's, put, let's take aside the fact whether she's right or not because we don't know and... I guess these days doesn't really fucking matter. Look at Drake. Mm-hmm. But if you take that aside, it's yeah, like she's, really, she's really talented. She really is talented. And for, well, the singles, at least the ones that popped off, she she goes off on all the of them. The two last ones, the two that she's featured on with g Easy or the other one with uh, Nicki Minaj, those yeah. are really good songs. Yeah. They're good. I heard them in passing. They're good songs. The, especially the g Easy song, I think she... She has the best delivery on that song. Yeah, and even, delivery again. Yes, and I mean even lyrics like what is what, what did Jeezy really say? What did ASAP really say? What did French I heard them really in say? passing, so I can't say. Like nobody really said nothing. So overall, she has the best sixteen on on that song, even remix included with French. And I think Belly is in it, one of them also. Oh yeah, they got like fifteen people on that goddamn remix. On remix and original included, she has the best sixteen. So if and these are all seasoned rappers, except maybe Jeezy. So if you're able to come in into a song with seasoned rappers the same way Nicki did on Monster, 
bro, we gotta give it. We gotta give respect where it's due, man. Like we gotta stop saying, "Well, she used to be a stripper." But like, come on, man. No, it's not about I'm, the fact I'm, that I'm she used to we, be a I'm stripper. We as everybody but in she general was not an artist. You know what I mean? Like she just decided I'm gonna be an artist off of a little bit of fame and made it bubble. There's not that many people that can do that. They, she no, you know, she was relevant mm-hmm. and she bubbled that relevance, mm-hmm. relevancy, and took it to a whole other level. And we had this discussion the other day at our Christmas dinner. Like it or not, even in Fashion Week, like Steve said, is not what it used to be. Who the fuck else is being featured like that on Fashion Week? Many artists. What? Okay, like, I'll make it even simpler. Too. What? What other Instagram? Personality, because that's what she was before mm-hmm. she was a rapper. Amber Rose and and such. Amber Rose, due to her being connected to Kanye, due to him yeah. being a fashion icon. Okay. That, that's the only reason. That's the only reason. And I'll, I'll give her that too. But it's really because she was connected to Kanye and yeah, Kanye. I think Black a China icon. has been there too. But again, that's a Kardashian no, link. No, going there is not a thing. Yeah, being yeah. featured and you're right. Actually, in the shows right. and and putting on a show and singing and rapping. Not many people, not see like again, seasoned rappers haven't done that before. So it's a huge deal. Yeah, she's she's becoming a huge deal. And now that she's setting records, <clears throat> like that, that's another thing too. I didn't I really didn't see that. Where you're setting records on the billboard no, charts and shit like that. that. I didn't see that coming for her. Never seen that before. Well, it's it's not a I didn't. I just didn't see all of that for Cardi B. Like, oh, oh, I, I see what you mean. Like you didn't. Ex- it was. I really didn't expect any of that at all. Like you know, you might have had one, two, three, six, not even three. <clears throat> I'll say one, two singles that were high. Nah, she got three hot ones. Obviously, her team is doing an excellent job placing her at the right places on the right songs. Because I can't think of a single that she's been on that didn't pop off. So far, the- no. Because like I said, she's scorching hot. Yeah. So anything that she's on right now but is it at least going to be relevant. You know, like sometimes you hear a new artist on every song and like half the songs are whack. Yeah. She young had, Thug. That was Young Thug. She hasn't point. delivered a bad song since she's, since Bodak Yellow. No, not yet. Since Bodak Yellow? But you know what? That We could take this conversation to the same subject, but switch it up a little bit. That's the game now. It's really a singles game. Think about yeah. it. Artists like... Cardi B, she's had three songs. Like, in the 90s, they would probably already be working on the album. Ten years ago, they would already be working on her album. She has, two, she, she has two mixtapes, though. Yeah, I'm talking album. They would have been working on the album with three big singles like that. But artists like her, I think labels don't mind leaving them being single artists. Think yeah. about it. OT Genesis is another one. This motherfucker got a hit every summer. Hold on a second. Kamani calling. Hey, yo, Kamani, you never want to be on the podcast, but you finally made it. Hell no, nigga. I got a question for you, though. <laughs> You're being recorded. Question for you, my G. Go ahead. Yo, what's that uh, website? Bootleggers use whenever you want to. Uh, <laughs> niggas going to be niggas. Stream to watch. Stream to watch. All right, cool. Because generally, this is the service that I pay for. <laughs> 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 Stream yeah, the, the yeah. number two. <laughs> yo, the no- yo, yo, and um, did you not button the bottom shirt because you knew you were going to return that too? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> right now, they're talking about Freddie's outfit on New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that shit was hot. Hey, they put you on the spot, man. 
He said he, he asked if you were going to return that shit. If I was going to return it. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, OT Genesis got a single every six months. And they're banging. They ain't Cardi banging, though. They're pretty big. He he really has a single every six months. And it's good. They're good. He had, yo, when we were in Miami, Coco was buzzing. Yeah. Coco and, and then he had the Cut It. Yeah. Push It, which wasn't as hot as Cut It. Push It or was all right. Push It was all right. And he got this everybody mad. But, but mind you, all these songs were on the same mixtape like two years ago. These songs are coming out and are big singles now. Mm-hmm. But back when I was making, you know, tapes and shit, all these songs were on the same mixtape. It, it's not a bad thing because now you're you're taking time to develop an artist. Because think about it. Let's say six months, let's say a year ago when you put out all these songs, it didn't pan out. Everybody would have just forgotten about them. And nobody would have cared about him anymore. And, and now, he fucking stretched them. And he stretched them, but now it gives time to artists to develop a fan base, develop a personality, develop himself as an artist. And then these songs that were actually great were giving him a chance to put them out again. It's funny that you're talking about developing development again because he was signed to 50 Cent before. Really? OT Genesis was with 50 back mm-hmm. in the day. It didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And then Busta saw him, Busta signed him, and he's still hot. Off of that Buster deal, mm. which is great because for the longest I've been saying, why the fuck is Buster signing record deal, artist record deals left and right with Aftermath, with, well, with Birdman, and except not, every, not everybody's born to be a boss. I guess, but he, I guess he caught one with OT, and OT and has I'm been. I'm pretty sure it's not a record. I'm pretty sure it's a management deal. No, it's actually a record. Well, at least from when I've heard him talk about it, yeah, it's a record deal. While with Fifty, it was a singles deal. Mm. So, hey, I guess he learned from his first experience and took it to the other level. And that's what a lot of artists are doing nowadays. It's not only Cardi B. I feel like a lot of the indie scene today, because, yo, hip hop is not what it was in the 90s. Like, as much as I feel like people are hating on the new generation, it just isn't. And I don't know if it's because I'm nostalgic about how it felt to me or how it was because I was younger. So it had more of an impact on me and Mm -hmm. all of that combined. But it just is not what it used to be, man. In terms of what? Well, first, I feel like it's a whole lot of microwave sound, meaning it's done fast, put out fast, and people just forget everything fast. There's one thing, as you were talking, I just realized, back then, number one, there was no internet. People Uh, were not as on the internet. The most impactful music was coming from New York. or yes. Or the West Coast for five, seven, five, six years or something like that. We weren't in those areas. So there was there was probably a whole bunch of local artists that we've never heard of. Especially from were, the West Coast. That were making a hella noise. East Coast too, actually. That were making hella noise that we n- just never heard of them because we didn't have access to them. So have things really changed? They have because, again, motherfuckers could make a song in their basement. Motherfuckers did it in the in the closet or in the bathroom back in the days. But yeah. what I'm saying is now the mic is cheap, the computer is cheap. Yeah. Um, you see people doing it on YouTube, so you're like, I could do it too. You see people racking up views on YouTube, so you're like, hopefully I could do it too. Mm-hmm. Back then, like you could do that song in the basement or in the closet, but you had to get it out somewhere. And a lot of times it stayed in your hood. Mm-hmm. Now with the internet, you put that shit on YouTube and that shit could be huge so what chief keith so, i don't like so why is that a bad thing i'm not saying it's a bad thing okay. i'm just saying it changed the effect is not the same because it's so microwave because it's so disposable 
It's made so fast. Um, it's presented in a fast. I way. agree with that, but the cream always rises to the top. I, yes, I, definitely. However, you how you put it, if your shit's not good and it's popping for like six months, after those six months, you just don't exist anymore. Unless you completely reinvent yourself and you find another another hit, like Trinidad James. There you go. That's one. And I didn't think Trinidad. I thought Trinidad James was gonna pan out because me too. Because he was so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he really didn't. But he does other stuff, but it's just not hip-hop related. I mean, it's hip-hop related, but it's not like he's not rapping. I mean, this next person I'm about to, to name didn't have a six-month run. I'll say two-year run. Ooh. And now it's Rich Homie Quan. He still does a lot of music. He's not the same. He's not as Rich. I was just listening to Rich Homie Quan's song as we were coming here. Rich Homie Quan fell off, bro. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he felt. When fell they were off doing in, that Rich Gang thing yeah. with Birdman, it was him and Young Thug, and he was hotter than Young Thug then. Yeah, he was. He was. And really fell off from then. I think "fell off" is a big word because he's still, bro. He's still out there. There's no big song or relevant song it's not that's true, been out in the last year. That's Even not true. I'll say year and a You're half. Crazy. What song? Fuck, I can't remember the name of the song. I was just listening to Yeah, obviously I'm putting you on the spot. It's difficult to remember. But no, uh, I don't think he's had a song in the past year and a half. Rich Homie Quan. That nothing had came uh, out. I can't think. I can't remember the name of the song right now. But he just had a, he has a song right now that's that's buzzing, man. There's there's a few artists like that. Like that, like you just said, that have a six month to a year run. And then it's about well, over. I, I don't think Rich Homie Quan is... Like, like, I'll, like, I'll give you an example. If young Ma don't watch it, she might be that that next what one. What you mean? If what other song has she even? She hasn't even been featured on a good sing, another another artist's good single. She's done, bro. No, I don't think she's done. Now you could really have a cult following off of what you just do on YouTube, yeah. and every freestyle she drops, she murders it, Fred. She murders the freestyles that she drops. Yeah, but, but she's not buzzing. Yeah, it's not she can't a make single. A good song. It's not a single. Even that. Ooh, so that wasn't a real song. It was a freestyle. Regardless. And it just bubbled. Yeah, because it's good. It is good. But whatever else she's doing online is still good. It's just they're not popping like that song did. And if she doesn't watch it, she might just fall not, off too. Quote me on this. I think she's done. I mean, as I was saying before, I feel like the movie industry is the same way now. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like a lot of what comes out is very easily disposable. Like, with, yo, so many good documentaries that 10 years ago would have been like huge. Like, Making a Murderer would have been humongous 10 years ago. It was big. But it, so, it would have been... So have a bigger, have a better No, example. it would have been 10 times bigger. How so, man? Like, the OJ thing would have been like... God, you, you're talking about things that were Emmy nominated, things that got awards, things that were, that what were I'm saying, outwatched like, by everything. would have had like cult following like... People would have been talking about it for much longer. But they than did. We... How much longer did they talk? Making a murder was the thing to watch for months. And you gotta understand, it's on Netflix. That's the thing. That's why I'm saying it's easily disposable because you watch it. But it wasn't easily disposable. It was. It was on Netflix, and people were buzzing about it for months. If if you at the time when it was buzzing, if you go on the internet, there was threads and threads and threads and threads and threads about it, about conspiracy theories, everything. So you can't like what I'm saying is the example. conversation. I, I'm not saying you're, what you're saying it doesn't make sense, but that's a terrible example. What man. I'm saying is the conversation would have dragged out for much longer than it did, Fred. It was hot, scorching hot for you want to say six months. It would have been hotter for longer than that if it was like on VHS. Like think about it, N1 mixtapes. Mm -hmm. If it w came out. 
today mm-hmm. wouldn't have been as hot. Because no, the because fact that new. you were like doubling the tapes and passing that's, that's it to not your why. friend. It's because it was there was nothing else like it at the time. Nothing else like it. That's part of it. No, that's it. There was nothing else except for NBA or whatever the whatever bullshit show NBA was giving you. There was nothing else on basketball at the time. There wasn't there wasn't any mixtapes with bas. Just the fact that they made a mixtape out of basketball. That's what that was. That's why it was such a big deal. They made a mixtape out of basketball footage. That's what it was a big. That's why it was a big deal. My point is, I feel like a lot of movies come out. Um, we pay attention to them for a few weeks. Think about it. Movies come out on Netflix, on TV, or available online within the same year. So much faster than they did yeah. before. And I'm good with that. So much faster. Now we watch them and we're just on to the next one because so much shit is coming out. In the 90s, not as much shit came out. In the early 2000s, shit didn't come out as much as it does now. Because so many people have the tools to make movies, man. The cameras are cheaper. The computers are cheaper. A studio. like People are doing it the DIY way, man. Do it yourself. So many more projects are coming out. So many more low-budget projects are coming out. But those same low budget projects could really pop off, like the you mentioned earlier, the Blair Witch Project did mm-hmm. catch on in the nineties. Mm-hmm. That was an indie movie that became huge, mm-hmm. and there are so many ones that happen like that today. Mm-hmm. Like Moonlight, Moonlight was one that won an Oscar, and it was an indie movie. Mm-hmm. It was not as small of a of, of a budget like Blair Witch, because Blair Witch it was just in the fucking bushes with like a handheld camera. Mm-hmm. But again, because it was a new concept. That's why. Yes, I, yeah. that was, yes, that too. That was part of it, and I could mm-hmm. never get in, into it because of that. I thought that shit was horrible. But that's just me in the fucking '98. I forgot when that movie came out, I but I was like 14 years old. And I was like, nah, that shit is whack. Um, but yeah, man, today so many people have the tools and are doing it themselves. Uh-huh. So I don't get it. Is it bad? Is it good? Is it's it great? What I'm saying though mm-hmm. is because of that. We get a lot of microwave stuff. Like you said, the cream rises to the top, but you have to search nowadays. And a lot of stuff is not so good. A lot of stuff that goes straight to Netflix is not that good. Back then, you had to go to the movies. You could go straight to DVD, but even that was more One of the greatest movies of all time barely made the movies. Which one? The Godfather? Which one? Nope. Paid in full. I don't even know if it came out. Yeah, it probably did come out. A few screens. Greatest movie of all time. The one, greatest movie one of all the, time. One, one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, that everything. Movie is so slept on, man. Suspense, action, drugs, sex, quotables. Quote everything. You didn't even see where I put my leg up. <laughs> yo, yo. Just yesterday, my girl was like, because my baby fell in the crib and she had a bruise, and obviously she's a mom and she can't. She keeps trying to touch the goddamn bruise and the baby is not crying, bawling because it's hurting when you touch the bruise. So the next day she's like, oh, the bruise is gone. I'm like, duh. Obviously, (laughs) she's going to get many more bruises. You guys kept messing with the bruise so she kept crying. But, you know, she's going to be okay. And then I was trying to look on the internet like, Niggas get shy day, bro. <laughs> she she She'll tough, right? She she tough, right? She be all right. Yo, like, and I sent her that great. message. Like, yo, Cam had so many fucking lines yo, in that movie, bro. How did bro. Cam, as a... I think that was probably his first movie. Like... Yeah, probably, yeah. How did he kill... He killed Makai Pfeiffer and, Head, and Wood Harris in that movie. And everybody else. There was a bunch of... Yo, Wood Harris even went on The Breakfast Club and admitted that nigga held his own in that movie. Bruh. He did a fucking great killed job. It, killed it. Killed it. Killed it. 
To the point where he really punched niggas for full. real. Paid in full. Greatest one of the greatest movies. I don't know about greatest. Top ten, movie top ten time, greatest hey, movies. It's hey, one of my, my favorite movies. It's Shawshank Redemption. Paid in full, right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there, my nigga. Well, yeah, I was saying, man, the, the movie industry is changing as well. Yo, Tyler Perry was one of the pioneers of changing the movie industry, like doing it yourself type shit. Uh like, nope. Yes. Uh nope. Because he got his own studio and started making movies. Like, it was uh, getting away from yo, the there, big studio. There's been independent movies, is nothing new, I bro. I know, but what I'm saying is this dude got a real studio off of black movies and built his own shit. So that about, didn't happen back then. So, what about Spike Lee? He, Spike Lee ain't got no goddamn studio. Spike Lee always waiting for the white man's backing. He, Tyler he, Perry don't got to. He's cool. still an independent movie maker. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I would call him independent. He's he gets a, big major backing. He's an independent movie maker. Yeah, yeah, but he gets big major no, companies he, backing. He and, has he has to fundraise the money for his movies. That's yes. in, that's that's the basis of being an independent movie maker. He did it for a bunch of movies. But like, those movies are taken to another platform because of the backing of those big corporations. Tyler Perry doesn't got what doesn't big have corporations. Well, the studios, the movie studios, like Universal or whoever, Lionsgate, whoever that may. But Spike Lee's movies were start as, you know, independent, but he gets a lot of funding behind them that put them on a higher platform than Tyler Perry's movie, at least. Yeah, but at they're first. good movies. Yeah, I'm not debating that. Yeah, but that's that, not what the I'm only reason about. why they're, they're getting that backing is because they're good movies. Yes. Tyler Perry can't get no backing because the movies are trash. But that, what I'm saying is he doesn't need the backing. He does it himself. Yeah, now and he, he still puts out the movies. Yeah, a, a lot of them were trash. And Tyler Perry didn't come, didn't start these movies, didn't start these movies out, out of the blue, by the way. He spent years putting them out as theater. theater. I know. Theater. So it wasn't out of nowhere. Whereas... I'm not saying out of nowhere, but he built enough to get himself a major... I don't want to say major, but a decent studio yeah. where he could put out movies like... It felt like Master P week after week. Yeah, tell that nigga put out a good movie and then we'll talk about this shit. <laughs> I mean, he needs to put out better material. No, some of them are good. There's, some of them were decent. Some of them decent. Some of them were decent, but he needs but to anything be... Medea, I don't want to... I don't even want to... He needs to constantly put out better material for people to respect his art more. Mm. But just the fact that... My point was... He took the independent route yeah. and made the independent route look good, at least visually. It didn't look like a low-budget movie. Now, so many people are taking that route. Lee Daniels somewhat is going in that route. But what I'm saying is independent movie with small budget that come out that are timeless and that are big that come out as big movies, that's nothing new. It's really like it's been happening forever. And some of the movies you've probably seen before. You probably didn't even know they were independent movies. Fucking, yo, let me give you a list. There's a list of movies. Terminator was an independent movie, the first one. Fucking. But that's what I'm saying. Again, those movies get so much backing, so much funding from big corporations that you can't call that independent. So why why would you call Moonlight an independent movie, but not the other ones? Because I'm not sure that Moonlight got that backing. You're not sure, but you're wrong. I don't think it did. Maybe what, later on. What, what later on when? After it came out. After Sundance. So what's when? When is it okay to get backing? Like if you get backing, you get backing. As in, it's not like you did everything, every single thing. Sorry, independently. Terminator, maybe the first one, like you're saying, but by Terminator Two, you knew that shit was no independent movie. Terminator Two was independent, but Moonlight. How did Moonlight look like an independent movie? It still looked low budget. How did it look low budget? 
Moonlight has one of the Moonlight is Moon- shot in like one project, and they don't. What do you go, mean one project? They shot it in Miami, obviously, and they shot it mostly in, in that one project. They so didn't go the, out of location more, the, much. The, the movie with with uh, fence. What's it called? Fences. That's shot in. Literally, I haven't seen it. One back, see backyard, one. one kitchen. I heard that. I heard room. that. I didn't so see it. It's nothing to do with nothing. Um, Moonlight is one of the one of the greatest. What did they say? The the way it was filmed because I read something where the the way uh the way they film black movies and white movies is supposed to be different because of skin tone and everything. And Moonlight, they say, is one of the one one yeah, of the, they they put an emphasis on showing the black the blackness. So it's. There's nothing obviously it is an independent movie, so but there's nothing cheap about it. Whereas there's nothing like there are badly filmed independent movies, obviously, because again, low budget, but there are great movies that were filmed that you could never tell it were independent movies. I just think the whole recording industry, whether it's music, whether it's movies, it's it's changing because of the internet, because everyone is doing it themselves. We have so much more material out there, so much more good material, but a lot of Trash as well because Yo, th- people are trying out these and be- days. And if, if your project is good, there's no way it won't get noticed. It's Name me a good bad. movie that you saw that people don't know about. I can't I, think of one. I there's like I I back in the day it would happen a lot that you discover a movie well, at Blockbuster. Some people some people would say that again. I'm saying the movie industry is changing. A lot of people would say that that's what the industry tried to do to Bright, the movie that just came out on Netflix. Try Apparently, I didn't write. see it. I didn't see it yet. You saw it, but. Apparently, the critics were saying, don't go watch it. It's trash. It's a horrible movie. But I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people who saw it said, it's a fucking good movie. Mm. I don't know why the Hollywood or the movie industry is shitting on it. And a lot of people are saying it might be because so many people and Netflix is coming in the game and helping those people doing it themselves and having a big platform like like Bright, Netflix Bright is not expose a DIY movie at all. No, that's not what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is Netflix is off- offering a lot of people who probably wouldn't have been able to put out small budget budget movies before, mm-hmm. they're offering them a platform to do so. I'm not talking about Bright, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is because, because Bright Netflix, is yeah. a big budget movie yeah. and Netflix put it on their platform yeah. now a lot of big budget movies will just say, fuck the big studio, fuck Universal, fuck Warner Brothers. I'll just go on Netflix and get a check I, well, and put my movie Bright, out there. Man. Bright, I can understand why critics didn't like Bright. From a fan standpoint, Bright was just like fascinating to see because you have orcs, elves, you have LA cops. It's just a bunch of interesting things that they threw in together. It's fucking Training Day meets Avatar. You know, that's what's part of the feeling I had. Watching it, in my head, I was like, Training Day meets Men in Black. That's how I felt somewhat, some way. No, because it's an actually serious movie. Okay. So. I never saw Men in Black because I'm not into, like, shit that can't happen for real. Like, you're not going to be partner with a alien. That's not going to happen. comedy, though. I guess. I'm, I'm just not into shit that's not real. That's just me. I'm pretty sure you saw Terminator 2 and that shit ain't real. Action movies is different, though. Action movies in the 90s, this that shit was always different. always had a fucking exception. Action movies in the 90s, that shit was different. You watched every action movie. That's what That was the hot type of movies in the 90s. Yeah. Today, it's kind of drama. In the 90s, action movies were the box office movies. I don't know. Action movies? Which... which Fast and the Furious. Uh, that's one, but... Transformers. They're not, 
superhero movies. Action movies will always be box office. I think drama now has more impact. Like you said, huh? I think drama has more of an impact. The best sellers are still action movies. Yeah, for the Oscars. There you go. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like I was saying, like, it was, it was, again, it was a very, it was action packed and everything. So it was interesting. But when you're watching the actual storyline, it's kind of like, what the fuck are they talking about? You're comparing, they're trying to, pretty much the, the orgs, which are like pig looking beings, mm-hmm. are pretty much the blacks. Then there's the elves that I think that are supposed to be the Jews and so on and so forth. It's just, what was the point of taking these different type of beings or different type of things and turning them into races? It just... I think I'm going to make it my homework to watch it this yeah, week and it, it we was, can talk about it next week it was and I'll like, give my opinions It was on all it. over the place. I'm not into that type of movie, but I'll make an effort and watch that because it... It made a lot of noise in the because, past. In but the then past again, two if it wasn't Will Smith, I don't think it would have been such a big deal. But that's why they're saying that big studios are shitting on the movie because they Netflix managed to pay Will Smith to be in one of their movies. That shit is not going to the theaters for like the whole industry to cash out on it. Now maybe the big studios are scared that more people are going to take that route. Obviously, um, I'm pretty sure Netflix ain't paying no. Well, maybe they did. They pay, did, pay Netflix. bro. Netflix be cutting checks. I don't know if they paid because the thing is, when you're when you're making when you're producing, for example, like a Dave Chappelle show, and you give hell yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, but you don't have to. There's no big production behind it. Whereas a fucking, no, he probably has. He produces him and produces no, it himself and just sells whether, it. To whoever them. produces it, there's like a few cameras, lights, and that's it in a theater. Whereas a whole movie production, that's way more expensive. Yes. So, Wilson was probably getting res- residuals off of it more than he probably didn't get twenty million off the bat for it. I'm pretty sure he got a decent amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, not saying he got like upfront yeah. as well as residuals. Like get, you said, he, he probably didn't get his usual twenty to twenty five million. I think he didn't mind trying it. He wanted to try something else and see if it's going to be a good avenue for him to put out his next few movies. And your boy, or even he might sign a deal with a fucking studio and you know like make five independent movies and. Straight to Netflix. Like, he's may, he might be testing the waters like 50 Cent did a few years back. I mean, because the thing is also is about... The thing about the, why I, I like when a lot of stuff is coming out, it forces production to or studios to put out good or better movies. Because this, for example, right? Um, there wasn't any Marvel movies and all we had was all these bullshit DC movies that are trash. They wouldn't try to make better ones. They just keep making their trash movies. The big budget trash movies that everybody has to go see because you want to stay in the loop. But now when other people, when DC's making movies like Logan and all the other X-Men and whatever else is coming out or everything that's on Netflix now, all the Marvel stuff that's on Netflix, you have to make good shit because your competition's making good shit. So that's the same for the rappers. Like, yeah, there and for music, yeah, there are a bunch of them, but now... Back in the day, whatever whatever radio gave to you, that's what you listened to. You know what I mean? Yes, now but the so music much... did have more substance back in the day. Yo, not there really. Were, there were some whack rappers, Nigga, Fred. People forget that we were listening to fucking ODB. That nigga never said shit his whole career. Yes, but... Never. Like, there's a lot of guys like ODB that never, ever said shit. And we act like these guys are the almighty... Fucking rappers, greatest rappers of all times. There's a lot of bad rappers back in the day, bro. I'm not saying ODB was a bad rapper. You said he didn't say much. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying to you right now, ODB was a terrible rapper. He just had a great personality. I'll give you that. I, I never thought, like the whole Wu-Tang to me, 
You tripping. I wasn't a big fan. Like You cannot be a big fan of Wu-Tang, but you yo, can't say they're bad rappers. No, I don't want to say okay. the whole Wu-Tang was okay, bad okay. rappers, but I wasn't... I My whole life, I thought they were overhyped, but that's my yeah. my opinion. That's, yeah, I, I like Method. I like Rick Wan. Awkwardly enough, I like You Got on the singles. That's extremely awkward. <laughs> Nobody likes awkwardly You Awkwardly enough, I like You Got on the singles, but outside of that, I thought Wu Tang as a collective. Like he's, he said Ghostface. You don't fuck with Ghostface? Uh, I was. I've never been big on Ghostface at all. Me personally, all never. That I, all that I got is you. That song that. was good. That song was good. But she she like Ghost. Yeah. What? Nah, son. I never liked. Never liked. But that's me, right? And as a collective, even I thought that's what people are tripping over. And there's another thing too. And I said this to you before. I've always thought that RZA's beats are horrible. Again, personal opinion. RZA's beats, bad. Bro, I can't bad. I can't sit there and say I love it. Triumph. I'll give him Triumph. It's yours. That's another good one. Fuck, I can't lie. Cream was good too. Outside of that, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of most of their beats were whack to me. And that to me, you tripping, tripping. That what kind of <laughs> you never made me a fan. You tripping, tripping. Method Man, I mostly like when he was not rapping on Rizza beats. And how you figured they weren't Rizza beats? A lot of a lot of them were. Not- I didn't know that. Tri- I didn't know that Triumph was a Rizza beat because it's so not like a Rizza beat. It doesn't sound like a Rizza beat. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up this month actually, and it was it, it is a Rizza beat Triumph. Yeah, I'll give him Triumph. I'll give him it's yours. That I didn't check if it was him. I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah. Uh, Cream, I'm pretty sure it's him because that's one of the first ones. Outside of that, yeah, this is last for me, bro. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm a big, sorry, people. I'm, I'm not sorry. even a big RZA I've never fan been like a that. Big fan of Wu Tang. I'm sorry. Yo, I've never. I'm not even a big RZA fan like that. But this is blast for me, bro. Yo, RZA. It is hip hop blast for me to a me, lot of people. You, you trying to tell me RZA has three good songs? No, I'm saying. I personally think RZA's beats are whack. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You think that RZA has three good songs? That I like. Bruh. Anyway. I know. Blasphemy. I ain't gonna, I can't argue taste, <laughs> but shit. I know. Nigga. The point is, the internet is making art be created so much more easily, exposed at a way higher pace and rate, and is disposed that much faster as well because this, we man. we we're on to the next one. Whether it's a movie, documentary, like every week I'm looking for a documentary. Let now. me tell you this. Let me ask you this. How many guys have you met that that told you at least once? Yeah, I used to rap. A lot, of, a lot of people. The only difference now is that now they're recording and putting it on the internet. It's the same. Nothing is new under the sun. Yeah, but that changes nothing, everything because exposure. Just like this podcast, right? If we never took this shit to visual and we only recorded it. We'd, ha- we'd have much less people knowing that we ever did this shit. Now they get to see our faces. They see us. They see us in the street. And, oh, those are the podcast Nigga, we guys. Made, we made our numbers before we. we I know. We but what I'm saying is that this just gives you takes you to a whole other level. It gives you another angle. It gives just gives you more exposure. Let, let me. I've accounted for that. Remember when the weekend came out with his mixtape? Yep. Nobody knew who he was for a whole. It was maybe cool, two mixtapes, but the weekend. Was not as big then, even though the mixtape was huge when he came out and 
videos were out and he started doing a little bit of interviews a little amount versus what he did before now fuck the weekend is top five artists right now yeah. but the point but i'm then, making is when he came out and his first two mixes he, he was didn't, hot he didn't know who the fuck he was but she no. was still buzzing he was hot it's but now he's a megastar it's called well obviously it's been almost fucking six seven years seven years so obviously at some point he has to blow up but the point is if whatever you do is, is the quality is great, no matter how you do it, it'll pop off. And that's why this podcast is going to pop off. That's why the views are going to go sky high and you motherfuckers going to help us take this shit to like TV and some Stop shit. talking to the camera. Talk to the mic. Hey, talking, <laughs> talking to everyone, man. The mic, the camera, everyone, all the listeners, man. Like we've said also before, if you have anyone that you know that could help us take this to the to a next level, whether it's marketing, whether it's like ads that, you know, someone that, you know, could uh, help us get ads on this, like holler at us, man, help us take this to a whole other level. And this helps the city, the exposure to the city be on a whole other level. I mean, we have artists coming out in the city that is going to help that just like Toronto has done for itself in Mm -hmm. the past 10 years. And Montreal is soon, guys. Montreal is soon. So that's why we're trying to get ahead of the curve. So you should and, uh, start listening to local artists, Carl. I do. I just don't listen to any music right now because the radio and the nigga car don't work no more. <laughs> so it's tough. Nigga, listen to podcasts right now. Uh, <laughs> that's why nigga ain't been making this home. <laughs> well, yeah, man. This is the end of the episode. Give As me- usual, guys, you know, Handles. we've been saying it. If you haven't caught on, like Dave had not caught on, the podcast link has changed. Mm -hmm. The new SoundCloud page is soundcloud.com slash FMLpod. Everything else is the same. You know what's funny? We're saying this to people who are listening. I know. (laughs) It makes no fucking sense. But... No, it could I be. I thought about this now. We did this twice. No, right? but sometimes we also post the clips on Instagram and yeah, we write it yeah. in the fucking caption and people <laughs> don't read the caption and like, yo, people where's the read. podcast? People don't read, man. People don't read shit. Right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, uh, the podcast link changed. FML, I mean, soundcloud.com F- slash FML pod. Everything else is the same. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. SoundCloud told us to go fuck ourselves, but we back. Let's end this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Help us help you. Give me your handles, man. L-I-T-O-B-R-I-G-A-N-T-E. My handle is at Freddie, F-R-A-D-D-Y dot L-L-O-Y-D. We are on Instagram at at FML Podcast. Same thing for Facebook. We already gave the website, FMLpodcast.life. But we'll be working. I... Whatever you see now, we'll be back on track in the next few weeks or so. Anyway, man, thanks, SoundCloud. See y'all next week. Peace. Took a trip on my way. Landed on the other side of the city in a bar with my niggas all fish of a bait. Then the goddess walked into the place he had a booty like J-Lo and it jiggle like Jello. I fell in love. She kept the balance all in stilettos. Damn. How you move so angelic? So sick, everybody in the room caught feeling shit, motherfucking pandemic. Full of cough coming, but I can't let it. <laughs> Excuse me, gotta say, I was drawn to you, you on the same page. Yeah, I get a picture and I'm with you, it's a
coming to my place. I told her, hell yeah, lead the way. Hey, work the burner cars, you know all about the bread. Girl, I'm by to slam it, think you better watch your head. Vibing on the wavy, so I'm bored, that's why you wait. Drowning in the pussy while we in the water bed. You smell just like the ocean. Your spell is so controlling. The artist, see, I'm lost, that's it. You gotta hold on me, girl, obviously You got it, you got it, you got it Lost in the sauce cause it's too much She gotta have a rap sheet when she cross paths with a nigga She just kill it like Ku Klux When the high she seduce her She was just one hard look in my dick Turn the stone, she Medusa She my rock and my jeweler And I thought they were rumors Key watch for the muses Do cause when I follow her way to an island Told my niggas not to listen but I gotta hear it I ain't even know her name but I'm wildin' Gotta be a mermaid or a siren Majestic, mesmerizing, magical and mystifying Music learn me to my death, I'm just a mortal, merely dying You know all about the bread Girl, I'm by to slam it, think you better watch your head Vibing on the wave, you so on board, that's why you wait Drowning in the pussy while we in the water bed You smell just like the ocean Your spell is so controlling The Odyssey, I'm lost, that's it You got a hold on me, girl, obviously You got it, you got it God damn, drop below, oh no Here I go, go pro, send me pro, oh no Make a movie, ask me if I like it I responded, absolutely If you got it from your mama, then your mama gotta do me Fantastic man, you guys are lucky bastard I'm enchanted by your assets Girl, let's make some fucking magic Take me on a trip to Wonderland Different planet down the hole The Playboy Rabbit dance the journey in the casket Thank you.